0: On this week's episode of Bungalower and the Bus, we are hanging out at Fromaggio and Friends. Eating cheese with friends. You're
1: my friend, John.
0: You're my friend, brother. Welcome to Bungalower and
1: the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm Brendan O'Connor, the editor of Bungalower.com.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's all you're going to say? You're just going to stop I her? usually do
1: a little witty thing, uh-huh. but I'm kind of distracted because we're in a yellow submarine
0: today. We are. Yeah, we're hanging
1: out at Formaggio and friends over in the Gatlin Plaza. And uh, it's yellow inside. They have these little mirrors that makes it look like a, a submarine. Yeah, and it's full of cheese and wine, which are two of my favorite things. <laughs> I think you're full of cheese and wine right now. I am also <laughs> full of cheese and wine, just like the place, Marine. It's very Inception. Mm-hmm. And with us today are the owners, is Christopher Sorrentino and Gwen. I already forgot your last name, Cooper. Cooper. Cooper How yeah, could I we're, the we're Cooper. hanging
0: with Mrs. Cooper right now. Yeah. In the coop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, I can remember it now. I used it in a sentence.
2: Yeah, <laughs> y'all are the owners. Yes, we are the owners. That's amazing. Yes. It has been open
1: for what,
0: a month?
2: A month, yes. Okay, and how did it go? It went well. Like, I, better I, than the construction.
0: How did this place come to be? Because it's really like the only kind of wine and cheese shop on the south end of town. Yeah. Right.
2: Well, Gwen, why don't you talk about how it became to be? It starts with <laughs> our dining room tables behind <laughs> us.
1: <laughs> Your actual dining room table. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love it.
3: So, so 15 years ago, my oldest daughter, my oldest daughter bought um, two- tiled tables for me for Mother's Day. Okay. And they're high-top tables and they're red and yellow and all the Mediterranean colors. Ooh. And they've been in my dining room for the last 15 years. And when COVID happened, we decided, well, I basically decided, I forced Kristen to the decision <laughs> that I was not going back into anybody else's restaurant space again. Because um, up to
1: that point, you had both been working food food service for other exactly, people. Exactly, yeah. yes.
3: Yeah, for... for 30 to 35 years. We don't have
1: to name their names if you don't want
2: (laughs) (laughs) to. Well, every
3: place that I've been in has uh, influenced what I'm doing now. Ah. Okay. So uh, for better or for worse and mostly for better, um, there are influences from the restaurants I worked in and the chefs I worked with at Disney and in Winter Park and in downtown Orlando, um, all over the place. And then Chris has been all over the country. So he's not doing the food as much, but he, we are doing the wine. Yeah. Okay. And definitely collaborating on the food. So, so you
0: were so. just like, we want to open a wine shop. We don't want to go back to work with anybody. We're doing this ourselves. That's pretty, it. pretty, exactly pretty much. Right.
3: Yeah. We're nice. Re- it, we can't retire without working, so mm-hmm. we may as well do what we love and mm-hmm. What we love includes cheese and wine. Nice, me
1: too. <laughs> you're not you're, you're not retired yet. <laughs> yeah. No. So why
0: here. why, why did you choose this location right next to Gatlin Brewing Hall? Uh,
2: I guess we're in the county right here, right? Uh, city limits of Edgewood. Oh, technically. Okay. Yes. Yes. We're in Edgewood. Oh, All we get right. Double tax on this town <laughs> with Mayor John Dowlat. <laughs> so why here? Why did you choose to, to
0: open a location right here?
3: Well, I've I've lived in this area for like 25 years. Okay. Yeah, since before the millennium. Love it. Um, and I've driven past this this little area when it was completely empty, practically. And it really was. It was almost completely empty. Up until like a couple years ago, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's completely changed. It's it's totally changed. I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 there's a lot of things to do. And I, I know there's a lot of people that live south of here. Yeah. And this is kind of the first thing, like like fun stuff to do. That greets them. on On Orange Avenue. So it's a exactly. great spot.
3: Yeah, it it really is, and as it, they made it look nicer, and people mm. came in, and and things like that, it became a better, even better spot. Although I was already interested in this location, um, but when I was at Disney, which was probably seven years ago or so, um, I was driving down Michigan and was interested in that area. Okay. Um,
0: but uh, I think you made the right. I choice. think you made the right choice too. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so so you're you're in the kitchen. Doing, uh, I know there's paninis, there's chipoterie yes. boards.
2: I've heard the word grilled and cheese together <laughs> <laughs> multiple yes. times. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, yeah. Christopher, what's in. your job here? I'm just here to be the ambiance of this. Oh, oh. I, you're I, I, thought you, I thought
0: you were going to say the eye candy, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, all right. I yeah,
2: <laughs> can <could> be <laughs> eye ambi- candy
0: too. <laughs> That's if you what you am. the ambiance <laughs> Yeah, you
2: know? but yeah. But you, you've
0: worked in hospitality too, right, so you correct. bring something to the table. Yeah,
2: I bring a lot of it to the table. I bring the guests every day, the great food and drinks we have here. Uh-huh. Right. And the, end of the day, it's about them in our community—that's what it's about. And the wine program. And the wine program is Gwen and I together. We okay. started in September yeah. of last year. Are you sommeliers? Yes, we are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, we uh, did Rag wine tastings in here with no lights <laughs> and no electricity <laughs> in the day. And, and it's very comfortable. There's like is. little pods
1: where people can sit. There's little mm-hmm. tables and chairs and sofas, uh, and then racks full of. Yummy wines, which I haven't looked at completely, but you brought me a delicious Zinfandel.
2: Zinfandel, a Primitivo from Italy. Yeah, no, and Not you brought a a beer. beer. I, I drink yeah.
0: wine, Not but I like beer, beer as well. Exactly. So.
2: And our wine program is unique here because we don't charge corkage. You come in, pull the bottle off the shelf, sit down with your friends, grab some glassware, let's hang out. have That's some conversation Because a lot
0: of times you see a wine, you're like, oh, I like that, but yeah. oh, it's
2: ten dollars more than right. I feel like it should be. Right. You're right
0: exactly. Get some, like
1: Dungeons and Dragons players and yeah. stuff. I here. You have just want to buy a bottle and I, yes. You could do
3: a game of Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> the There's a yeah.
1: big, beautiful round table here, just like from the Knights, yeah. you know, like yeah. King yeah. Arthur or stuff. So, like so it.
0: like, this type of restaurant, I mean, maybe you guys could have opened another kind of restaurant, but why this? Why wine and cheese?
2: Like, is just
0: something why that you enjoy? Yeah, why char- charcuterie? Because you a couple love of turkeys. <laughs> I love cheese. Okay. Well,
2: it started with a thing. There's a place in St. Pete we enjoy. Okay. Because I can't find certain prosciutto here called St. Danielle. Okay. And we started going down there to buy all our stuff that we need. Ah. So instead of driving two hours, we figured we'd just drive five minutes around the block and... Do our own thing. Yeah, oh, okay. bring it here, and bring then you'll here. always have
1: access to right. all of your favorite exactly. things. So
2: yes. you've been open what? about a month about or so, month right now. now how, exactly. how are things going so far? Actually, they're going really good, and we got a lot of business tonight, much more than we anticipated. But we're <laughs> thankful for that. There <laughs> so probably yeah. they heard Brendan was going to yeah, be here. No, <laughs> oh, no.
0: But we did know a few people when
2: yeah. we. It's true. In I think we night. knew
0: everybody <laughs> at every table here. <laughs> interesting.
2: Do you get a
0: lot of like people in the neighborhood though? Right, we do.
2: People can walk here, which is kind of cool. So walk right up and get yourself some beer or some. Why you can take it with you to go? So we do both ends of the spectrum. Where can people find more information about you? We have uh, Facebook. We're on Instagram, social media. We're all over the place. All fromaggio and friends. Fromaggio okay. Every Friday nights live music mm. from six to nine p.m. You just had your first live yeah open we did. mic right or yeah, no, we did. was it an open mic or was no it, it was a regular regular paid gig yeah okay. And then we have Saturday sips from noon to 2 every Saturday. Complimentary cheese and wine tastings that we do as well. Can't beat that. What? Right, yeah. (laughs) So we have happy hour Tuesday through Friday, 4.30 to 6.30. Okay. And then in the fall, we're going to announce Sassy Sundays. <laughs> sassy Sundays. Yeah. What does that mean? Sounds Something like, new geez. that we're working on for okay. the fall. Exactly. Yeah. He is
3: really into the Sassy Sundays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I tell you what, I sort of like my quiet Sundays. <laughs> and that, yeah. I think the Sundays are <laughs> You can stay on yeah, Sundays numbered. off yeah. and let him do Sassy uh, maybe so. Sundays use, on the own. He's not here on Sundays right now. So if sassy Sundays happen, we're
2: going to throw it down in South What's Orlando. Gonna He's going to be here. It's I have like a no brunch. Idea. It's a we're brunch. Working thing? on some fun stuff. Yeah. Drag. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but I'm looking for something. Sounds pretty yeah. sassy. It <laughs> does sound sassy. I do you drag yeah. bingo? I'm too booked. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: otherwise, I know you I'd off. Very <laughs> busy <laughs> man.
2: <laughs> not you know, on yeah. Sunday.
0: I know you ain't at church on Sunday's Sunday. Sunday's my new I know you dude. ain't at church. How dare you? Because I know. How dare you make assumptions? You're out
3: too
1: late on Saturday night to be at church. That is also very true. That's also very true.
0: <laughs> With skin
1: like this, uh-huh. you got to sleep in. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's paper thin. It'll look all crumpled. Are you a vampire? A little bit. A little bit. I got to get work done. Uh, I loved everything we had. Do you want to talk really quick about some of like the hard to find special things that you have here that maybe you can't get another spot? Yeah, look, like Gwen,
2: because she's our cheesemonger here. So, yeah. yes. What do you call you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I know, right?
3: Yeah. Um, so as far as hard to get stuff, there was like an orange cheese that was made mim- with a nut, right? Mimallet. 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 Yeah, it? yeah. That's a um, it's a French cheese that's made. At, it's very similar to like an Edom, or Edom. I don't. Okay. know. Okay.
1: Oh, Edom or Edom. As Eat long as it's Adam. in my belly, it cares, <laughs> yeah. right?
3: It's it's a, a a nice cheese that's colored with a seed and then aged, and there's a whole process to the aging that in that I shouldn't talk you, you about. You've got to see it chemical. to it. It was
1: beautiful. It's it, very good. It, it's not
3: chemical, actually. A nato seed is used in, oh, in I just Spanish.
1: Meant, I just meant like like a philosopher's stone. Oh, okay. kind <laughs> no, of like, no. Yeah. no.
3: Um, some of the other things. Uh, we just brought in a truffle cheese from Delicious. Lazio. I don't I think I might have put that on. It was definitely on. It was on there. We ate it all. Murdered it. I've been using Truffle Tremor from Cypress Grove right now on the cheese plate, and I've been using that one, but I wanted to put the new one on yours.
1: Love the new one. So soft. And then you had like a South African cheddar. Did I make no, that up? You, <laughs> you did made make up. that up
3: because we have no cheese from South Africa. right <laughs> now. Was there a
1: cheddar? We had like a, It you wasn't did. too aged. It was so kind of soft.
3: I think it was a Prairie Breeze cheddar. Oh, okay, what, I what country is that from? <laughs> Iowa. We, we oh. oh, that's from Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, (laughs) South Africa, right? (laughs) Same thing. Same thing. Uh, All I
1: heard was I was wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, everything was fantastic. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. We're we're going to share lots of photos of everything
1: we ate and a little reel so people can see how cute
0: it is. Come check it out. Great cheese, great folks, great wine, great beer. We'll keep talking about it through the rest of the show. Yeah. All right. (laughs) You get back in the kitchen. You You keep being eye candy for everybody here.
1: (laughs) I will.
2: Thank you.
0: that Christopher and Gwen.
2: It was so nice. Yeah. Like,
1: what, they clearly care about where they are.
0: This is like an extension of their home. Yeah. yeah. And like, like, I don't live on this side of town, but I would definitely hang out here because it's like quiet and I can have a drink and I can have food and like, I don't always want to go to the bar and have like, no, uh, you know a super loud bar and, and all no. that. Like you could actually talk to somebody they here.
1: You get a comfy couch and a, uh-huh. and a plate of cheese. Yeah, a lot of ladies here too. A lot of ladies, a- lot of ladies, of ladies here. Cheese and <laughs> a bottle of wine with no corkage.
0: We're the only men here, actually. Now that I'm looking around, <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs>
1: what was your week like, John?
0: Uh, week was good. I actually hung out with you. I went and saw Willie Nelson on Friday uh, night in St. Augustine. In St. Augustine, drove up there. It was a good show. Uh huh. And then I hung out with you. Oh no, I went to soccer game. On yeah, Saturday. Orlando City Soccer. Eat I ate some local food because uh, they got that new Orlando made stuff there. Love it. I love uh, we
1: got some Italian ice there for the season opener. Uh-huh. Uh
0: Great game. Yeah, it was a good game. I missed the, the goal because I was in line for a beer. Bummer. I saw it on the TV. Bummer. All different.
1: I, All I heard is you should probably not be there because you <laughs> <'cause laughs> got a goal when you were yeah, looking.
0: Yeah. So then I went to the hockey game with you. On uh, Solar Sundays, Sundays, which yeah. is
1: so fun with my uh, niece and nephew and my brother, and and Scotty came. And, yep. uh Yeah, no, that was fun. You were a good sport. I, I didn't get to talk oh, to I you had as a much. I great time. Okay, I had good. Fun. No, All I right, had go. a lot of
0: fun. I Finature. don't care. As long as I'm watching hockey, I'm having a good time.
1: <laughs> we didn't get to go to the... XFL opener. No, uh, they were
0: at the same time or close to the same yeah, time. but we
1: lost anyway. So I yeah. think we chose yeah, I heard the like the quarterback to
0: go to. got kicked off the team. Did you see that today? No. I, I don't. I need to. I saw a tweet about it, so I don't know if wow. it's completely true. But it sounded like he was telling some of the plays to the other team, which is a big no-no. Wow. I don't. I saw that in a tweet, so I don't know if that's a hundred percent accurate
1: because the coach was very. Disgusting. Oh really? Well, they lost the their
0: first game. They lost their second game. But apparently, like the Orlando Guardians had like one of the highest uh, uh, audiences of all the teams, like on How TV. 12, so, oh, on TV. Yeah, because
1: yeah. in person they had twelve thousand.
0: Yeah, which isn't bad for a first first game no, at, but at a stadium. The that,
1: capacity is what sixty five.
0: Well, that's the only really place to play. I mean, I guess they could play out at UCF, but and that's where the other team played, and and that did not go think, over so well. I think well. they
1: were just you know they. They want to be pro-level, right? Yeah. So they want yeah. a pro-level stadium.
0: Well, I, I mean, you got to start where you can right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. totally. Um, what was I going to say? Bingo is packed. Oh, yeah. How was your week? I should have asked. I'm just going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> I solicited <laughs> bingo, bingo was packed. I keep thinking I'm going to end it, and then it's like I, I'll go in, and it's just packed with people. So
0: People I, love it. You can't end it. It's just a lot. Yeah. I know it's a lot. It's work. It's well, it's called work. It is. <laughs> it is. You get paid.
1: I might have to charge more. You should. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I will probably have to renegotiate, I think. Maybe. Yeah, do you even have
0: like a contract or anything? No contract. Okay, that's they just okay. they love
1: it. They just keep cutting me checks. All and right. I just keep that's, going. And, that's good. And we're filling them up. Yeah, you know, and and we do like a little dance party thing afterwards where uh-huh. people just linger right up until close. Great, which they weren't doing that before. That's what you want. And uh, no, it's good. And then I went to a Russian place again. Uh, I, we've gone to this place a couple times. Me, and my friend Janessa Gursky. It's called Lakomka. It's like a Russian market and and little eatery. Okay, on where- North Semoran. Oh, all right. Like, just north of Aloma, next to the Boys and Girls Club second-hand shop there. Okay, all right. Uh, and the guy who owns it is from Georgia. Uh, not the state. Not the state, but the country. <laughs> and everything in there, it's, like, Ukrainian or Russian. You know, it's, like, from those Eastern blocks. Is it mostly food or, like, items? Like, stuff? Mostly food. All right. Mostly food. Like, uh, really cool, like, pierogi things and mm. dumplings. and But we go there for cabbage rolls and borscht. Yeah. And uh delicious. Good. Delicious. Cool. So yeah, if you have a chance go go visit them on Lakompka. Lakompka on Semaron. They kind of got hit hard because uh, of the the war stuff. People people were kind of heckling them a bit. Oh, like really? why are you selling some Russian things? And he was like, it's not all Russian and also I'm Georgian and and also I don't have nothing to do with the war. So mm-hmm. like get over it. And I agree, poor guy. I don't think I've ever had, like, Russian food. It's really, it's good. It's it's all, like, browns and reds. All right, th- like Polish food. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Things, I've had Polish, Polish food. Things that last long in your roots yeah. Up. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to talk news? I do. All right, we, we don't have much time on this. Yeah, uh, we do. A nineteen-year-old Keith Moses. Oh yeah, and we talked a little bit last week about it, yeah. but it was
0: sort of developing last week. Well, now we're getting some charges. Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh. He he shot and killed a nine-year-old girl and an Orlando journalist and and,
0: uh, and another woman earlier in the day, thirty-eight-year-old woman too.
1: Yeah, uh, Natasha Augustus yes, was yeah. her name? Uh, Dylan Lyons was the
0: reporter at Spectrum. He thirteen.
1: And Tiana Major was the little girl. Yeah. Uh, and so he's being charged with first-degree murder. Uh, charges for the, for uh-huh. their deaths, and then also it looks like also f- first degree murder charges for the uh, just the shootings, like yes. of the mother and, and attempted
0: murder on the photographer, yeah, Jesse and Walden, just Walden, yeah, and the and her mom and armed burglary, yeah. So, so yeah. I know we don't do a lot of crime but that's a big story. There was an I don't know if you saw the the live news conference today at Mark Nee James office. It was sad to watch cuz uh-huh. the cuz the fiance of Dylan, uh, his mom, his dad and then the mom and dad of the 9-year-old girl, Tiana were there and uh-huh. it was so sad to watch. I mean, it's just a sad story overall, but like seeing like them there having to react to everything. And it was Clearly just a kid that was
1: just messed up, too. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, a lot of charges as a juvenile. I yeah. only really had one as an adult. on that stuff that DeSantis is saying. Yeah, well, that that was kind of what the news conference was about, too. They were sort of pushing Copy back. back. That, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and they kept saying, you know, you had enough time to say bad things about our district attorney here, our state attorney, I'm sorry, uh, but you didn't have enough time to call the families to talk to them. Wow. You, they said you didn't have 30 seconds to call us, but you had enough time to, to say something about her. Well, <coughs> you know. You
1: he, know
0: was in, he was in Orlando, too. But the governor is not going to call
1: everyone who gets shot. No, no. This is no, a higher-profile right, case. A higher, this is a higher-profile yeah, case. But also... Mm. Did I just defend him? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you did. Gross. You did. Uh, or anyway, <laughs> it's a sad case,
0: but it'll be going on for probably a several years as they yeah. go through the, the process. Ah! He's he makes DeSantis makes
1: great jokes at bingo. Whenever a kid Yeah someone try, tries to bring their kid. This little boy was walking by with his dad. <laughs> And he stopped and waved at me. He was so cute. And, and I waved back and everybody, you know, oohed and odd And then I made a joke like, okay, y'all saw that. He waved first. <laughs> you know, I'm not grooming him or yeah, anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't send that to the governor. Uh, Orange County is ready to start spending tourist tax dollars again.
0: But on what, though? On more tourist stuff? Yeah. Are they going to start looking at other things? Because I saw the paper today. There's like a task force they're putting together.
1: Yeah. They're going to the he will put the mayor call for the task force. The, he always has one. He kind of dissolved it for the past couple of years because of the pandemic because they just put the spending on hold mm-hmm. and they wanted to build up the funds again. We didn't have funds as again. much for like two years. Now yeah, it's which like is record breaking. It is. But it, what kind of was last year too? They oh, had yeah. $336 million in, uh put aside. Yeah, I think the then, years
0: before it was a little low. Oh, it was because there was 20, nobody 20, coming. 2021.
1: Yeah. But then this year they're expected to reach $300 million. Yeah, So that's... You know, a lot $600 of million dollars that they'll put back into tourism, which will likely go to, like, visit Orlando and things like that. But there are also some of it goes to, uh, like, facilities for for our arts groups. So, like, yeah. Orlando Ballet, they got some money for their new building. Uh, Manelo Museum's going to get some. Immerse, that Creative City project that happened downtown, they got, what, what $10 million over three years yeah. to do their thing? And then they had to put it on hold because... They couldn't get any more money for tourist tax dollars because the, the program was on hiatus. So it would be interesting to see what
0: they spend it on. One um, of the big I'm, issues, though, and this is something they rail at them about every year, is that they don't spend it on certain things that locals would would want them to spend it on. Because Like, like police. I, I, well, that's the thing. In Las Vegas, they do spend it on police yeah. because not only do tourists have to deal with uh, or, or, or the resources go to tourists, it goes to locals, too. And and that's something they don't do here in Orlando.
1: I guess, I, but they they or did that to themselves when they
0: when they put the
1: paperwork in place. You know, they for change, it. look look, <laughs> it, has to, <laughs> you to you it to. has to go to referendum. That if you wanted, to. it has to go to referendum, right? Isn't that the? the... I'm sure. I'm but sure nobody's
0: could... fought to make that happen. Exactly. If somebody really wanted that to happen, and they think they can pass it, they could they could. Well, there
1: there is talk of possibly using it for transportation issues, right? Yes, which a portion of it. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, if they're using our roads yeah, tourists, only, tourists coming down are using our roads They're Absolutely. using our facilities They're they're uh, making police calls All you know? those things Yeah, You know who else is making police calls? Mm. People who live at 55 West Oh, did
0: you read that story? Yes So there's a whole story There's been
1: two stories about I think it was
0: on the front page of the Orlando Sentinel on but Sunday you, but, but, we're but we're out of take time a break. Let's take a break We'll take a break When you come back We'll talk all about it Yeah It's crazy <laughs> well, Lots of crime <laughs> Yeah, Apparently
1: It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival. For one week only, Enzian is screening one of the biggest hits for the 2022 Florida Film Festival, The Civil Dead, which features the story of a misanthropic, struggling photographer whose life of eating candy on the couch is interrupted by the arrival of an old friend. Path of the Panther, chronicling the life of the Florida panther, as told by veterinarians, ranchers, conservationists, photographers, and indigenous peoples, has been held over for another week. And Trash Art Berserker, Monster of Camp Sunshine, a trash art film about an axe-wielding psychopath being teleported into a 1960s nudist camp or something, will screen tonight, Friday, March 3rd, at midnight. Go to nzn.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies.
0: From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Hey, Mo. When is the right time to call a lawyer? So when is the right time to call a lawyer? Well, my unbiased lawyerly opinion would be Anytime you're injured in an accident, whether it's just some soreness or some initial pain, you want to call a lawyer and, and talk to them about your rights. And the reason you want to do this is because if you're, if you're experiencing initial soreness, that may lead to something more serious down the road. Just because you call a lawyer doesn't mean you have to proceed with the claim, you're not locked into filing a lawsuit or anything like that. But you want to know your rights, you want to know your options, and most importantly, you want to know how to get the medical help that you need and hopefully not have to pay for that medical help out of pocket. So. I would say anytime you're injured, even if it's a minor injury, you want to go ahead and contact a lawyer just to understand your rights. At that point, like I said, you're not locked into filing a lawsuit or moving forward with a claim, but get the information so that you're informed going through the process. Thanks, Mo, and always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo.
1: This weekend, Saturday, March 4th, Downtown Orlando will come alive with several events and unique experiences drawing thousands of people to the downtown core. Thanks to a partnership with SunRail, a special rail service has been added this Saturday to help reduce traffic issues. Downtown will offer free rides beginning at 2.30 p.m. with final departures at 10.21 p.m. southbound and 11.53 p.m. northbound. A key part of the city's efforts in enhancing downtown through the Project DTO 2.0 action plan is adding to the exceptional downtown offerings. So for this weekend, in conjunction with the large marquee events taking place downtown, Orlando will showcase some additional performances to add to the vibrancy, including free street performances and family-friendly activities from 4 to 8 p.m. As guests head out to their events, you can catch live music and interactive stilt walkers At City Hall Plaza. You can go to Discover Downtown to enjoy family-friendly street magic performances and glitter temporary tattoo painters. And then over on Church Street near Sunrail, there's going to be a street juggler and a stilt walker. Go over to bungalower.com to see some more events or head to downtownorlando.com slash weekendwatch for more information on the event happenings on downtown, where to park, wayfinding details, And more. Have fun, y'all, and make good choices. Welcome back to Bungalow. The bus, I had the bus job, bus there. And I fed a camel with my mouse last week. I can't <laughs> talk. Brendan O'Connor from com. Did you see like a tuba or
0: something like that? Or we were looking kippy? for Bigfoot.
1: We were filming the uh, our TV show, which is tentatively called uh, Brendan Tries for very local. Why do they and call it Brendan Does Orlando? Brendan, I said that. That's funny. And I also said <laughs> Do Me Orlando. Oh, I like that. Yeah, they didn't like it. Yeah. yeah it's a little too adult for no, very whatever. local. Uh, here on Bungalow or the Bus, we're, we're always covering different things in different bungalow neighborhoods, and we're actually a little bit outside of that. We're in,
0: what, Edgewood? Yeah. On the edge? I, I, I mean, it's not Soto, right? But I kind of think, you think of it as yeah. Soto. It's South Orlando, but it's technically not Orlando. Let's call it Sodo. No. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> right on the edge at Maybe Gatlin. Maybe like So-So-Do, like South, so, so south so Orlando. So oh, that's yeah, yeah, it. So-So-Do.
1: Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah where Gatlin Hall Brewery is. We're over at Formaggio and Friends, which is a new cheese and wine shop. Uh, in that plaza, and it's independently owned, and it's got some great wine varietals here. They do charcuterie yeah. boards. We talked to the
0: owners earlier, Christopher and Gwen. We had a good time with them. Cooper, Gwen Cooper,
1: whose last name I will always remember.
0: Now uh, I yeah. messed up a name earlier on a live stream this week. Oh, no. So yeah,
1: yeah, right away too. Just when we were doing up.
0: the TV show, we uh, were at
1: Beer Spa. Yeah, and I kept forgetting. Barbara's name, I kept calling her happens. Brenda. Oh, so embarrassing! It I did it like ten times. Yeah, well, you smoke a lot of weed. I do, <laughs> but I have a card for that. <laughs> <laughs> Before the break, we were talking about uh, crime downtown.
0: Oh yeah, but specifically, but specifically in Fifty Five West, 55 West, which is a, an apartment. Tower. Right on Church Street. Right on Church Street. Probably the, the prominent one on Church Street. It
1: apartment. was... Well, okay. So there's been two stories about it in the Orlando Sentinel, mm-hmm. which is interesting. The first one was by Trevor Frazier. Front page. Love Trevor. Sunday. Uh Where he talked about people like touching themselves You in can the say hallway. masturbating. Can I say it? I, think so. I, I can't because it'll make me laugh. Masturbating in the hallways. <laughs> in the hallway. But like by people's doors ah. and people not being able to leave their apartments because... Because there's people touching
0: them. Doesn't sound so
1: great. No, uh, and being they're paying two thousand dollars. Yeah, I didn't know that. Month. I actually oh, thought I it, was it was the lower much. end of the of the rental rates downtown.
0: Oh, I thought it was like luxury. A lot of college kids. Yes, it's like know. a party party apartment. Yeah, that's how I've always thought. And it was. I, because you know, I used
1: to work in Church Street Exchange Building, and I would uh-huh. see some of these kids throw ragers, and they. would Tossed their television off, you know, to see if it hit the trains. Yeah, and, and like, they, like,
0: j- I've seen people, like, on the videos where they jump out of the building, like, base jumping. Yeah, base. Yeah. That's where that happened, yeah. 155 West. They did, like, apparently like they jumped out, they parachuted down.
1: And I wrote about it in 2015 because in 2015 they had 500 service calls. Wow. That year, uh, which is, you know, that's almost a two a day. Two a day. Right? Um and so Travers picked up the story this this weekend. He wrote about it. I guess they had 643 police calls <laughs> last year. That's that's two a day. It is. Well. A, it's a lot. And now they're and then uh, Scott Maxwell wrote about it today. Uh. So they've had two stories about it. And, and I guess there
0: was like a new management company that took over at some point. And last it's gotten few worse. It's gotten worse. And I but I don't think it's all to blame.
1: I don't think they're all to blame. Like and and yes, it's a little surprising because it's two thousand a month for a studio apartment. You mm-hmm. expect things to be a little bit better. Nicer. Yeah, uh, we talked about I want to say a couple months ago there was uh, three people broke into someone's
0: apartment there and like held them up uh-huh. and like, stole yeah. his cash. I, there was some connection to like a UCF football player or something, right? Like that. I thought With so. That, um, I,
1: it's also the only Seven Eleven in town. In downtown, <laughs> yeah. is there now. Yeah, all the other ones have closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just wrote about we'll talk about it well i guess we'll have to talk about it now the walgreens is now closing downtown yeah we'll talk about that right in on a the corner um so like the only 7-eleven downtown where homeless people and, and people hanging out on the streets can go now to get their like whatever they're buying uh is the one in 55 west and i wouldn't so like when there are homeless issues and they call those calls are part of these numbers okay it's not just things that are happening inside the building yeah it's things in and around but if i live there that's still affected me <laughs> it still affected you when <laughs> yeah. you leave with your dog and, and you that's have to part of living it.
0: downtown i mean we, we're not going to sugarcoat that if you live downtown you're gonna have to yeah. deal with and church people that are homeless
1: basically dead right now you uh, know like i i know fringe just open up and they have their workout cut out for them to make it So people feel comfortable going downtown for theater on Church Mm -hmm. Street, Uh, but like, what else is there? Ceviche closed. I guess there's Hamburger Marys. They do a good job. Game days, it's very busy, but in between that, there's not a a heck of a lot happening there. No. Jane Jacobs, my favorite urbanist, uh, she was Canadian and and American. She had this thing called Eyes on the Street. You know, like if it's the more eyes on the street, the more busy your street is, and the more people watching it, the less crime there's going to be. And, the, and there's so many dead spaces and dead zones in and around 55 West. I'm not surprised they're having some issues. Yeah,
0: there. and, but there's, like, some higher-class restaurants around there, too, that... Crest is just down the street. Tried to open, and, and some do well, some don't do as well. Oh, uh, Rusty Spoon was yeah. in that building. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's, like... like Crummy places to go. Like there's like nice places around there.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. Scott Maxwell. I got a quote from him from his okay. piece.
0: Okay, what he said.
1: So listen, Mayor Buddy. Listen, okay. Mayor Buddy Dyer and the City Council have made some impressive things happen downtown, including the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts, some destination eateries, and of recent, new performing. Space for Orlando's Fringe Festival, but that's being eclipsed by stories about fear, frustration, and violence. Let's be honest: a bar scene only gets you so far.
0: That's true, but we've yeah. talked about this. Like, I, I, it, what can the city do? Like, what 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 do you think the city could do? Because if the city the could do it, if the city could do it, they would have done it by now.
1: I don't think so. I don't know what happened. So uh, this this could get me in trouble. Um, not that it's ever stopped me before. Right? <laughs> so. During the pandemic, uh, the CRA and the DDB was trying to put in. Th- that was the moment when we kind of lost our. The bars are Dominique Greco. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, the city didn't like her, and she kind of got scapegoated and pushed out. Right, so a lot of her more progressive things about. Uh, dining outside and outdoor restrooms, uh, parking policies, you know, nighttime economy stuff uh, kind of went out the window. And then so there was nobody really maintaining it for a couple of years. And then uh, the DDB, uh, Thomas Chapman, the director, has been very sick. And mm. and I don't know what it is. It's not public, but, but he's basically working from home. Okay. Uh, so not... 100% engaged with what's happening downtown. His second-hand right-hand man David Barilla uh, is is really I think running the show. Uh, I I don't I don't I don't think he's the best person to be in charge of all that like it's just a lot that needs to happen. Sherry Gutch now has since been placed in charge because she's the placemaking director and she's trying to really shake things up. She's an idea lady. I have a lot of respect for her. I think she's going to do a good job but she's got a lot of time to make up for mm-hmm. right now. A lot of things have happened in the last couple of years uh, and I don't know if it's all happening quickly enough and uh, and it just seems like the senior management
0: at City Hall is just tired. Yeah, just I, like tight. I said, I just don't know what what you can do in the short term. At least, at least in the short term, that's what the CRA to quote quote budget fixed this. Like, like yeah, I We're don't know. we starting to do.
1: do. We do some work with the CRA. Like, they're we just you know they 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 paid for the city paid for the Sunrail to come down this weekend right for okay. saturday because this saturday every major venue downtown is busy which is great downtown is busy yeah on certain days of the it week is yeah and on saturday it's thing. gonna be extremely busy uh, which so, is great and sunrail is gonna be bringing people downtown mm-hmm. so that we're working with the ddb to let people know that mm-hmm. right like you can take the sunrail for free downtown go see these events uh, uh, downtown is the place to be yeah. This weekend. Yeah, yeah, um, But that being said, there are other things that just aren't in place to make it like 100% safe for everybody if you're going to stay there late. Um, I don't know. So it's just like there's some infrastructure issues that need to be addressed. Yes, they're going through a vision plan right now to try to like rethink even how the streets work and how – uh, Sherry got is trying to put in new lighting policies because some of the streets aren't lit even adequately, mm-hmm. right? So there's a bunch of stuff that has to happen downtown in order to stop these numbers these crime numbers rising um
0: but man it's almost like you just need like a reset button ah uh-huh. but I, I said this before on our show if you have listed long enough you, you would know like I, I also think there needs to be some outreach to people that actually live downtown and to take some stake into where they live because i i don't know maybe uh, we'll, we'll use 55 west as, a, as an example I don't know how involved they get with the community. Like, I wonder if they, you know, they live there, they drink there, they live there for two, three years, and then they yeah. move out to somewhere else because there's a they're young. Perception about people who rent, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, no, and, and that's, that's the, not a good perception. I used to rent for a long time. Doesn't mean yeah. I didn't care about where yeah. I lived. Where I like,
1: rent right now in College Park, nobody on our seat talks to us. Yeah, well, <laughs> they just don't talk.
0: You're to just us. weird. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm very nice, you know, <laughs> and,
1: and I and I wave at people, and they just they're not invested in making that. But there's a
0: lot of people that live downtown more. People live downtown now than when I lived here oh, in 2010. Yeah. When I moved here in 2010, there were like not half as many apartment complexes, and now there are. So there's more people that live downtown. Yeah. And like, who are those people? Like, do they care that all this well, is? Well, there's
1: happening? like South Eola Neighborhood Association. Okay. You know, some, there was a small group of people in South Eola, which is over like uh like Stubborn Mule area, yes. that have like taken it upon themselves. Like they they are very active. But you they're think they stop at Magnolia and said, "I'm
0: not crossing Magnolia." Yeah. Really? Yeah, they do.
1: All right. They're very territorial. All right. You know, like, or like, what's Thornton Park and what's South Eola? Like, to me,
0: that's all downtown. I don't care. We've talked about this yeah. before. To me, that's all downtown. I don't, and it's most not. There
1: are different needs. They and are. There are. Like, with this vision plan process that the city is going through, they're they're literally trying to call downtown. They don't want to call the downtown entertainment area anymore. It's going to be a neighborhood. And actually, mm-hmm. they're going to try to make it like three different neighborhoods. in in the central core, they're going to identify it as three different neighborhoods, uh, in the effort of like trying to like, because there's different needs, they need different things, and what are those needs, and how can yeah. we address it? Uh, it? It's just taking too long. All for, right, for, all for what needs to happen, it, it needs to happen quick. Otherwise, because I just these, don't think it can
0: happen quick. These things take time. But there's certain things that don't take time, <laughs> like right. lighting. No, well, it does. I mean, all, that does take time. But not. not like years and years and years. There are there are, are short term things yeah, you yeah. could do. You yeah, know, no, I agree. Even if it's
1: those construction lamp posts, you know, uh, like light it. Yeah, you well, don't want people to be doing ago. weird things around the corner. Mm. Light it. Mm. Mm. You know, like yeah. there there are things you can do. You don't want people peeing in the sidewalk. Put those bathrooms back out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, there there are things you can be doing. So I just don't see that happening. Now,
0: all right, we could do a whole show on downtown. Yeah,
1: I got a lot of things. A lot of opinions. I know walgreens we just we mentioned it briefly closing closing big
0: deal when they open because there was really no like pharmacy downtown there's really not a pharmacy there either and i'm gonna get this wrong but there's a term
1: for that type of tenant and it's like it's something about their insurance or like uh or credit i can't i was just talking to rob nunziata who owns that building um right on the corner it's the old first national bank building and uh As soon as they got Walgreens in, he sold the bottom floor. He said he condoed the building. So he still runs the top two floors, but he sold the bottom floor where Walgreens moved in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, um, it's just underperforming and the homelessness issue and the crime stuff, it's too much. Walgreens is pulling out. But- the issue is, like, they, everyone was so excited when Walgreens came in because there are other businesses, national brands like Walgreens, that will not move into a community unless
0: there's someone else like them. I there, believe that. No, I mean right? they look at all those like market research and yeah. what's here and how much do people make and and other businesses. So Walgreens, like chicken and egg thing. Yeah, it, yeah, it, they it, move in, a, we'll move in. And so now, and actually, OBJ said that, and there's this, it is like a chicken. Yeah, and a I mean, chicken. Walburgers <laughs> moved in across the street. I don't know which one. Actually, they were probably there first. But I mean, they closed too in a year or under a year, right? No, they were there a few years. Uh, no,
1: no, no. I think it was like a, it was no,
0: because they opened in 2016. They they just closed a few years ago. Because I oh, covered okay. so it was today.
1: like two years. Yeah, it was okay, there no, for no, a right. Okay, but anyway, I thought it was shorter. Um, so that's... without them there now, there's it's it's a huge hit.
0: Yeah, and it's a big space
1: to ever bringing retail mm-hmm. downtown, and it's. Yeah, one thing the OBJ article got wrong is is they quoted Walgreens and Walgreens said that they're really trying to rethink places with pharmacies or something like like the the, the they want to step up their pharmacy presence. They had, Walgreens didn't have a pharmacy. No, they had no pharmacy
0: because they were they just too afraid that people would rob their pharmacy. Is that what they thought? I don't know. I was there one day walking by and there
1: was a homeless person literally ripping a piece of metal. <laughs> off of the front like this massive square anyway it's a big hit to the retail downtown you
0: know people say they want retail downtown like what do you what kind of retail do you really want I mean are you gonna go clothes shopping downtown are you gonna they like, had those things no I know and nobody I mean yeah going. 1950
1: they did don't no, remember? There's like a suit shop there oh, for a long true. time. No, Siegals, and the jewel- I used to go
0: there. Yeah, the huh?
1: jewelers the, just at uh, the street. I, just, I mean,
0: I mean, are there a lot of? I mean, and there are town downtowns that have. That's what retail. city hall wants. Okay, um, but like, what kind of retail are you going to get a shop, Like a clothing shop? You think you're going to get like no, a, like Urban a Outfitters? Cl- okay, all right.
1: I don't think it's going to happen. No, <laughs> but there are more people downtown. Right? Like you were saying but why, I mean, that, that, that maybe that that's what there's a big push in city planning right now. It's called the fifteen minute city, right? And like if you live in a neighborhood, you should have everything you need within a within fifteen minutes of your home.
0: I don't need anything. <laughs> <laughs> grocery store. Yeah, yeah, grocery no, I guess. Okay. You know there's not a gas station downtown. I maybe mean, there's a seven eleven. At Colonial and but no Robinson. gas. But no really. gas. Yeah, but that's and, I, and that's on purpose. They ah, didn't want the gas fine.
1: on her. But but you know what I mean. Like so those yeah. those uses. And so if they want a healthy neighborhood downtown, they want a pharmacy. They want a movie theater. Mm. That's why they brought in the Publix. You know, so the and they that need Publix a, does well. I, I shop oh, there. Yeah. When oh, I yeah. I well, and I live there. Well, and all those people downtown are walking uh-huh. there all the time. It's yeah. very busy. Yeah. It's a big Publix, and it's nice. No Publix on Paramore sign. There needs to be a grocery store over there. Mm -hmm. I don't know why there's not. That's a little crazy. It's a food desert. Anyway, Tijuana Flats is opening 50 new stores. 50? Mm -hmm. 50? And by 20, I think they said by 2025. Not
0: not in Florida. All over, right? All over. Ah, And it's part of their new franchising model. I just thought that was interesting. Fun fact, I actually wrote the obituary of the dad whose son started Tijuana Flats. From UCF? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. dad gave him like the loan, I think, to start it or helped him. What do you think of Tijuana Flats? Uh, I actually actually had T flats the other day because uh-huh. uh, I had to work really late and they were open and we were hungry and it was it was fine. Like I it's I fine. like T flats for what it is. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, this is the best Mexican I've ever had.
1: They were very sweet and gave me a bunch of coupons for bingo, so That's I'm not gonna okay. say anything okay. bad about I them. I mean,
0: but it, it, but there's a I level. don't like their wraps. Oh You know like
1: the burrito wrap tacos I think it could be are better. good They
0: actually have good happy hour Oh I When I used that. to live downtown There was a T-flats downtown Where the ramen place is now Okay And they had like Two dollar PBRs <laughs> And I would just go there And drink beers The T-flats is Instead uh, of go to the bar College Park is always busy I go there Like I like it They have good chips They have good guacamole
1: The packing district food hall we, is it opening soon? No. It's oh, getting okay. pushed back because Uh-oh. of supply chain issues. It was supposed to be opening supply sometime this issues. year. I know,
0: but it's gonna still a thing. Still a thing. Okay. I think they I think it's gonna be sidewalk issues. Like they're still <laughs> working on the sidewalk and the road over there. Yeah, it's supply chain issues. That's a pain driving out OBT at but, Princeton. That's what happened to the Y M C
1: A. That's why the Y M C A was delayed. They right, couldn't get all the to things they needed. March 20th was okay. what they told a College Park Neighborhood Associating meeting, meeting. I watched it. And then they, we were invited to a preview on the oh, 22nd. Maybe I'll come with you. Do you want to go? Maybe. I was just going to send it to you to I see if you go. wanted to well, go. I
0: might be in Key West. We'll yeah. see. I oh. might be in Key West. For work? Yeah. we'll talk, we talk about, about, about that? No, we'll talk about it later. No, Exciting? no, not yet.
1: Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, CFX wants to wind in 408 and add more lanes. Oh. Just in the section Where? between... It's in the westbound lane from I-4 to Bumby Avenue. I-4 to Bumby, and then from 436 to Goldenrod. And they want to add another lane. There.
0: All right. I mm-hmm. used to always feel like if I could get to 408, my, my traffic is no longer a problem. There are sections where it gets a little Not bottomless. Not as bad as I-4. Yeah. Although I'll be on, Like, you know, I
1: studied city planning. There was always a rule that would always come up. Like, more, more lanes means more cars. It doesn't ease, tra- it doesn't ease traffic. You're just you're just inviting more cars to get stuck in traffic. But
0: one lane's too busy. Like you can't just have one lane. Two lanes are better than one, right?
1: Nobody would use it.
0: Oh really? Oh all right. Yeah. You right.
1: so know what I mean? Okay. Like, like that's a. Uh, so you then have why to...
0: why is Mills always packed at or, or why is Colonial Mills? There's always not cheap? enough. <laughs> there's
1: not enough north uh, south connectors. Oh okay. You know Orange Avenue relieves a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um. And then and there's so many lakes, it's hard to do the back routes. That's true. Yeah, so you, true. you just get stuck. It might as well just be a bunch of cul-de-sacs. You can't get away from each other. We doing okay on
0: time? We should about one more thing.
1: Uh, there's a whole bunch of... Let's go through the events really right, quick. Right, Things right. that are happening downtown. What's it's happened? crazy. Because SunRail's free, free, uh, parking's going to be crazy. There is Monster Jam taking place. There's Camping a, world. There's a free shuttle leaving from Church Street Station. Going all the way to Camping World. If you take the SunRail downtown, hop on the all hop right. on that. This is all Saturday too, by the way. All Saturday. Yep. Um, we got a soccer game. Lefort. We
0: got Orlando City versus Cincinnati.
1: Uh huh. Blake Shelton at Amway Center. Oh yeah. Speaking um, of Gwen
0: Stefani, I mean, we had a Gwen on here earlier.
1: We did. And I said Monster Jam, and then there's the
0: uh, Pretty Woman is uh, playing at uh, Doctor oh, Phillips. I shouldn't say Deepak. And uh,
1: and there's a Re- our friend uh, Tremaine Gaines is hosting a Seersucker and Suds event at Ember, which is going to be packed because all of his events are packed. But uh, yeah, that's It's about- going to be
0: busy on Saturday. It is. Plan so Plan accordingly. We already
1: have our event picks live up on bungalow.com. Go check it out if you want to see what's happening this weekend. Well, and that's it.
0: We got to say thanks to Fromaggio and friends. Hey, grazie but, uh, per tutto. Come check them out. They're here on way south Orange Avenue. Not two-way. Not too way Not too, way. Yeah. Not too bad. Right can... here by Gatlin Brewing Hall. Yeah. Just, just up from Hungry Pants and all that, you know. But thanks to Christopher and Gwen for showing us a good time. Giving love... us some charcuterie to check out and some beers. Just beer, a couple so... of
1: charcuteries. <laughs> and uh, tune in next week where we're going to be at the Park Avenue Tavern in Winter Park. Oh, we're giving them a sneak peek?
0: What if all we'll of be? our fans show up? Oh, two of them. <laughs> we'll see you next week.